Hi, you're listening to Tay Learning, a Taylor Swift podcast. And recently we got a little bit of feedback from our followers about the explicit nature of the podcast. So we wanted to get it out of the way really quickly. So for those who don't know, me and Danny both are in our late 20s. We're adults out here in the world talking about Taylor Swift, who happens to also be an adult. We're going to discuss adult themes in this podcast. We're going to use adult language in this podcast because we are adults doing this podcast. We have marked every single one of our episodes as explicit, and I guess we didn't really ever detail what makes our podcast explicit. We do use adult language. We do discuss adult themes. Sometimes there is alcohol consumption on our (laughs) podcast. Uh, So going forward, we're just going to start detailing what makes this specific episode explicit or not. But usually nine times out of 10, it's that we will use swear words from time to time. We try to avoid sexually explicit nature as much as we can unless it's relevant to the content and we also when we do curse it's usually to add emphasis to whatever it is we're saying Mm -hmm. and because we are adults I don't love to consider ourselves role models necessarily but we understand that as we're growing we want to address the fact that we've got this very broad community and about five percent of our listenership is under the age of 17. So if you're listening to this Remember, we are going to be discussing adult themes. Tay Learning, in a lot of ways, is an organic conversation about Taylor Swift between Olivia and I, and that oftentimes includes swear words or generally explicit content. But like Olivia said, in the episode descriptions, I will be adding in a note denoting exactly what makes that certain episode explicit, because we know that we have friends of all ages on this podcast. Exactly. For the mothers who are listening, we hope you still let your children listen to us. I know that that makes you anxious, but I promise, I promise we're good people. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, you can give us feedback about what you think about the episodes, about our content, and honestly about us, if you really want to go down that path. And we'll talk about our contact information at the end of this episode. But for now, let's jump into talking about what we're going to do in Nashville. Welcome back to Tay Learning. My name is Olivia. And my name is Danny, and we are your co-hosts. And this week is very exciting for me and Danny specifically, and anybody in the Nashville, Tennessee area, because Taylor is coming to Nashville this weekend. I'm so excited. I cannot believe that we're already seeing Taylor like again, and yet it feels like Glendale was eight and a half years ago. I know. It feels like just yesterday, and it also feels like absolutely forever ago. I can't believe how quickly this tour is going. I know that I say that in our international fans, of which, again, is like 40% of our listenership is international. All y'all are listening right now, like, screw you guys, okay? It feels like forever, (laughs) just waiting for her to announce something. For the dates. (laughs) Just to hear those rumors going around of uh, her team working out deals with stadiums in other countries. I saw and how she confirmed something in Sydney, I guess, or she didn't, but the stadium did. Rumors crazy also i just like literally just now had this realization the announcement of the tour was six months ago today really really 
On the day that we're recording, right? On the day that we are recording, as of right now, for those of you keeping track, we are recording on Monday, (laughs) May 1st. And on November 1st, which was six months ago, Taylor announced the tour. Oh, my God. And now we're... It feels like forever ago. I remember, like, I waited for, like, the Good Morning America announcement. I was, like, hype. We knew. We knew we knew knew that's what it was yeah like 100 woke up and it's like tour 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 like oh shit okay we have got plans to make we made a group text immediately we literally like did a um high alert group text like come on guys we need a yes or no right now if you don't say yes now you're not in (laughs) people were not awake and we were bombing them with messages like get up why are you replying (laughs) get your ass up defcon one we need to have a conversation immediately about if you're in or you're out it was it was crazy i still can't believe that that day went down the way that it went down like i didn't pay attention to work at all that day it was hard to no, my focus was all Taylor Swift, how to plan on getting to this tour. And then we made that Excel spreadsheet of all of our potential plans and like who's in and who's out, who's maybe um, the dates that we maybe could make work, like pre-planning before everything. <laughs> I forgot about that spreadsheet because at the time, right, we didn't know exactly how crazy ticket sales were going to be like we knew that it was going to be obnoxious it's taylor swift we had a general idea we did not know it was going to be what it was no one did yeah we're trying to go to a ton of shows i mean we still are going to several but like we wanted to go to a lot a lot yeah we had these grandiose ideas in mind and frankly again grandiose plans really panned out for us because we got more than one Exactly. Like we shot for the moon and we landed amongst the stars and I'm totally okay with how things panned out. Mm -hmm. And it seems like things for the most part are working out for a lot of fans in getting tickets last minute or ending up with good resale tickets, ending up with tickets from fans who are selling at a round face value. Like there are a lot of people administering that kind of stuff online. And so it's shaking out okay. But I know that at the time it was a bloodbath that I didn't anticipate would be that brutal. And I feel eternally grateful for a our planning skills we <laughs> it's like that's your ass. job or something oh my god almost like it's my job or something and he's a professional event planner for those who don't know <laughs> yes I do events for a living and this was the event that I've cared most about in my entire <laughs> life although for this one I'm not getting paid to do it I was paying right. a lot <laughs> to do it and a lot of it was like luck which I guess is more or less when preparation meets opportunity but I remember sitting in the Tucson airport trying to get tickets the last set that we needed for Kansas City and pulling through and getting tickets for our friends and like screaming I don't know if we've ever shared our ticket buying story I think we've like hinted at it like loosely we've we've given bits and pieces but no we didn't want to talk about our ticket buying experience because honestly it was such a gruesome experience for so many that there was a lot of anxiety about sharing getting tickets even at multiple shows in fear of backlash right well I guess you know this is a a new story probably um me and Danny were responsible for a group of 12 in Kansas City which if you try to buy tickets you know that there was a six-person limit per pre-sale code. And so we needed multiple pre-sale codes. Uh, We got the first set of six in the lower bowl, amazing seats within budget immediately. Like snap of a finger, first add to cart, perfect, checked out, we had six. And then we couldn't get another six during the verified fan pre-sale. We tried Capital One the next day, couldn't get a set of six. And then because Danny lives in Kansas City, she got a special 
Kansas City local code and we logged in to do that and it was like me Danny her boyfriend Matt we were all trying to just get something and at this point Danny and I are like well we'll back out like let's look for sets of two sets of three sets of four and right before the very end Danny grabbed a set of six didn't look at where they were in the stadium didn't look at price turned out it was only like a little bit more expensive than the other ones and it was in the section right next to the original ones I screamed yeah. in that airport. I was like, hell yeah, woo! And I turn around and there are people staring at me because, you know, I'm in an airport. Yeah, she was on an, yeah, you were in an airport doing that. Yeah, getting, like, I was leaving an event and I specifically requested, like, my car come pick me up five hours before my flight. And they're like, why do you have to get to the airport so early? And I was like, this is embarrassing, but it's because I need to find a good place to post up with a coffee and prepare to log in to buy these tickets. And I was on site at an event, again, for the original sale day. And so I'm trying to administer this event that I'd been planning for two, three months. And I had my laptop in front of me everywhere. We'd sit down, like, at our meals, our nice plated $80 per plate meal. And sitting in front of me is my laptop waiting in the queue. So stressful. I was committed to the bit. God. So I guess, you know, in terms of our Nashville show, we have a friend, Emily, her and Danny went to college together. She lives in Nashville right now and was like, you know, how fun would it be if we went to Taylor Swift together? Well, you know, she's in Nashville and she just like had the easiest, breeziest time buying tickets. She got four club level below budget and like was not texting us frantic at all. No, I think the I don't only, know what happened there. I don't know either. I think the only like mildly stressed from her was like the initial like oh this is a big queue and then it was like been waiting 30 minutes frowny face and then it was like tickets secured under budget great location (laughs) and I was like what the shit yeah she's that's just her that's just her life it is literally so her life (laughs) and if y'all are coming to that show on Sunday in Nashville come say hi we'll be with Emily who's going to be dressed as 1989 Taylor and it's gonna look so good so you'll get to meet who we're talking about here if you want to and also us of course but it was just it was such a crazy experience to see how different everyone's experiences were getting tickets yeah some people got it so easily some people came out battered and bruised with nothing so We were Mm. so in the middle because I still don't know how people got floor tickets because every time I was in there, I didn't even see floor tickets available. The only ones I saw were the $800 VIP packages. I saw those, but they were only those. I didn't even see those. I didn't see FLR anywhere. I don't know what happened, but floor tickets were not something that ever showed up on my radar at all. And not just even beforehand, I was worried because I'm not very tall. So I was already like worried about them. But I'm like, well, if they show up and they're in the first few rows and they seem like a good deal, whatever, I was like, I could opt for that. I didn't even see any floor. I didn't see row 40 on the floor. That's crazy. Yeah. I only saw the expensive packages and they were like everywhere. Like $800 back row, $800 front row, like no variation at all. Crazy. What a wild experience. Yeah. Well, regarding Nashville, since we did do Glendale, quick touch on Glendale. Glendale was inspired by my sister, Bree. Bree really wanted to go to a show. And while she lives in Denver, it made the most sense to go to Glendale because Paramore was opening. It was a weekend that she knew she could make work. And she's like, I would love to do that one. So let's go to that one. And so we ended up being able to go with both of my sisters, Bree and Kate, my roommate, Rebecca, who you've met before on this podcast, and then Olivia and I. And it was great going to opening weekend. We were there for the second night. We met so many of y'all. 
And it gave us the opportunity to, first of all, see the show with no spoilers, which I really loved. Yeah, that was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, going in blind, which is really funny. I was telling Matt that when the show opened on Miss Americana, spoiler, I guess, but everyone knows at this point, when the show opened on Miss Americana, me and Olivia looked at each other like, I didn't, I don't have guessed. Like, we're bopping, but really? Yeah, and it's really grown on me, but like, I think she knew that she had to pick one that we wouldn't expect. That was one we wouldn't expect. But the whole show, I felt that way. Like, she comes out and does Enchanted, and then she leaves. And I was like, what the fuck? That's it from Speak she Now? tolerate it? Are you kidding? Rep right after? Oh, my God. We're basically doing it for a recap. Sorry, guys. But Yeah. <laughs> sorry. But the, the point is, we went in blind, so we were confused and excited the whole time. And now we know more or less what to expect with a few variations. Yeah. And, of course, she does little things different. Her conversations with the crowd are different each time. And mm. I'm really excited to see what we do get. But because we know what's coming, we know what to expect, and we've lived this experience before, we're going to do some things a little bit differently and talk about yeah. what we're happy that we did do, that we're going to do again. Yeah, I think in terms of just enjoying the concert, knowing what's coming, already having seen it once and, like, paid explicit attention to only Taylor will, like allow me personally to enjoy it more with the people I'm with specifically like it's not a big deal if I turn to Danny and sing a song directly to her the whole time because I've seen Taylor I've watched the lives and like I know what's going on and like I'm in tune with the show enough at this point because I watch it live every single night because I'm crazy (laughs) but I know when something's coming that I don't want to miss no, I completely agree with you. I know what visuals on the screen do anticipate. I know when to look out at the crowd and see people's wristbands yeah. when fun things are happening. I'm going to be staring at that orange door during Karma, trying to figure out that out. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So there's just, there's a lot of benefits to knowing what's coming, just like there were benefits to walking in blinds. And I'm excited that we got to experience both. Yeah. So to kick it off... I guess talking about something go like chronologically through the day like or or something or like how do we want to do this I think that's good okay because I want to get ready way earlier than we did at Glendale just to have time to absorb what we're doing we even started getting ready in Glendale like yeah at a good time I think no matter how long we think it will take us to get ready we need to tack on an hour because it's always longer than we anticipate that it's going to be it just is Yes. Especially like a group of us, like, you know, when we were all together, our original getting ready plans ended up getting built upon because we saw what other people were doing to get ready and we started to get each other ready and it it was easily an extra hour than what we planned. So we'll probably do that. Um, We have one less person this time in terms of numbers, and we're going to be in an apartment, not a hotel. We're going to be in Emily's apartment. So having access to, like, her things, like, if we're like, oh, my God, I need hairspray. Well, guess what? Emily's got hairspray. Like, there will be a certain sense of, like, homey feeling there, hominess. Mm -hmm. So that will be nice. I I personally, I have a really hard time drinking water, not, like, I struggle with it. I just forget to hydrate. And we were preaching hydration last time and I still yeah. stand by it, but I'm actually going to hold myself to it because when you're standing for as long as that show is, water actually makes it so much better. Yeah. And this show, um, this weekend, we are staying 
or at least Danny and I are staying an extra amount of time than we did for Glendale. So we are going to have like an entirely full day before our show where we'll be together and we can make sure that we're drinking water and not doing the no drinking water during traveling because you don't want to pee thing, which is what we did for Glendale. So we'll be together to chug our waters and make sure we're all eating nutritiously and we're really preparing the inside of our body for what we're going to experience the next night. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited to actually get to spend time with you because, yeah, <laughs> one day I picked Olivia up. Like it was she, a fever she was dream. In and out in 36 hours. Like she was yeah. back in her house less than 48 hours after yeah. the party. Yeah, it's no wonder I got sick after Glendale and I don't think I had COVID, but it's no wonder I got sick given what I did in 36 hours. Yeah, what you <laughs> put your body through. So we'll be R. better R. prepared physically that way. Um, compression socks, Olivia got Oh yeah, they just got in the mail. I tried them on. They have really, really good arch support. So that is like literally what we need. I'm going to buy some lidocaine cream to put on our feet to make our feetsies all numb. So no sore feetsies here. And we've talked about like what shoes you wear quite a bit on the podcast. Again, we're not anti-heels. Heels are great for pictures. They're super cute and they make people feel confident and confidence matters. But once you're actually in the stadium, no one's looking at your feet anyway. So yeah. like, you could switch them out for the ugliest pair of shoes you have and everyone will be none the wiser about what your outfit looks like. But prepare the ways that you can. Compression socks, lidocaine, uh, CBD lotion will also make you feel better on your muscles. So I prepared pretty well last time. I was wearing like platform sandals, but even this time I'm wearing shoes that are a little bit more comfortable, but we're also walking to the show. So that adds mm -hmm. an extra layer of bullshit for us to worry about. Yeah. We were really lucky in Glendale with our parking situation. Like we drove and we parked. And your sister Kate is a beast with that stadium parking and driving and navigating. Yes, Kate's a beast because she's- a chief season ticket holder so she knows what she's doing yeah. when it comes to stadium parking literally but got us out of that parking lot and home in 20 minutes yeah right well Wild. sorry more like 25 we did stop for tacos oh yep <laughs> yeah we, we stopped for food and got home that is the other thing if we exactly. were driving which we're not we're walking but if we were driving i would do a hack that i've seen on tiktok which is to put food in the car because yeah, you get out of there and you are hungry like 100%. throw pizza in your car. My favorite hack has been the girls that stopped and got Little Caesars. And then, yeah, it was cold when they got back, but it was just cold pizza. Oh, wow. Like, who cares? At the end of a three and a half hour show, who cares? Yeah, just don't get food poisoning. Really try not to. We're not endorsing <laughs> bad food practices, food safety practices, rather. Uh -huh. uh, but we came in from the north from Glendale and everyone else was coming in from the south, like up from Phoenix. So we got really lucky about getting there. But again, if we were driving, I would probably leave a little earlier than you yeah. anticipate. Just all in all, leave way earlier than what you think you need. There's going to be things to do at the stadium, around the stadium. There are people to interact with, lots of things going on. You're not going to be bored by getting to the stadium really early. Mm-hmm. Lots of friendship bracelets to trade. That's another thing. Trading friendship bracelets. I want to trade some more. We'll do our little bracelet making party. Yeah, um, I have not been on it as good as I did for Glendale. So we definitely need to make some more. So something else different that we're doing this time, when we were in Glendale, there was like this little pre-party on the grass that was like unofficial, but it seemed almost official because there was a DJ yeah. and there was food and stuff. I don't know if they've done that in other cities. I haven't heard about it. I don't know if other cities have cute little grassy knolls, you know? I don't know if other cities have it either, but in any event, 
what we're doing is there is I don't know what company's putting it on, but somebody's putting on a pre party for Taylor like Swift. An official one. An official one. And it's gonna have mm-hmm. barbecue, like unlimited barbecue, unlimited booze. I don't plan on like getting drunk though, because that'll be a long fucking day. Yeah. Um, I'm planning to have like a drink or two, you know, a little a, a little tipsy action during the pre party, but like early enough that, you know, a little water flush will fix it. A little and I'm good to go, flush. you know. For real though, you're so right. Like and it'll be a nice little like a good vibe and then we'll head inside. So yeah. that was not supposed to rhyme and yet it did. So that's interesting. That's something new that yeah. we're doing and we'll see how that fleshes out. Speaking of pre parties, there is an a free option in Nashville if you're going. It's probably gonna be crazy crazy busy i don't even know if we're planning on doing it but it's going to be crazy um bluebird cafe is doing a free pre-party open house all three days and i think it's like brunch hours like it's 10 a.m to 2 p.m so really really early so i guess if we did want to try to do that i guess we could but it's probably going to be insane because bluebird cafe is a small venue Yes, Yes, that is where Taylor got discovered for those who aren't aware. So it would be an amazing thing to do, but I'm concerned about it. (laughs) Yeah, it seems brutal uh, to get in like a bloodbath. I imagine people be lining up early for that shit. Well, are they going to be lining up for those merch trucks or the Bluebird Cafe, you know? Which we also teased a little bit about whether or not we were going to buy merch. Here's the thing. I want to buy merch. However... Taylor's merch is notoriously pretty bad. I literally have already opted to buy third-party merch from just a Swifty in one of my Facebook fan pages who made this super cute tour poster that has, like, stamps that represent each era. I like that. I'm going to buy that. It's less expensive, and I like it more, and Taylor's merch is just fine for me, with a couple of exceptions. But also, more concerningly, I have seen only negative things about washing the clothes. I have seen stories of them fading or getting destroyed. And I, unfortunately, this is partially a me thing. I am a, I pick up all my clothes, I empty out the pockets, I turn them the right side out, and then I throw them in the washer. So I know that I would accidentally ruin it, and I'm not even going to pretend like I wouldn't. The thing is with these shirts, the shirts that are fading are fading because they're under cured because they are forcing them out so fast because of demand they shouldn't be doing that and umg has been replacing everything that's been faded and been reported to them my thought process is yeah we see the stories of the people's shirts fading but we don't see the stories of the people whose shirts are fine which is probably the vast majority i know i want at least a t-shirt i don't know if it's going to be at this show or another show but i at least want a t-shirt that's just you know special for the tour because I was there. My thought process was we are on club level this time. Reduce lines for food, reduce lines for drink, bathroom. There are merch stands on the club level too, or like at past venues. So I feel like we're going to have a good opportunity to like decide if we want to do it at that time. I would agree. And I definitely want some because like, like you said, we were there. We remember it all too well. I want the black hoodie specifically. I don't see anybody like really wanting that one. I like that one way better than the plain navy crew neck that everyone's losing their little noggins over. I saw an embroidered dupe on Etsy that, like, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get the embroidered one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. It's nicer. It'll last longer and it won't wash out. This weekend also is Phoebe Bridgers for the first time. Yeah, and Gracie Abrams. We're at the Gracie Abrams night. We'll see Phoebe Bridgers take the stage for the first time this weekend. 
I'm so excited to see Phoebe Bridgers do probably nothing new with Taylor Swift. And also just to see what her lineup is. And Gracie and Phoebe, what a combo. I'm jazzed. That doesn't really have to do with what's different. I'm just excited about it. Uh, as far as things that are different, though, this isn't totally different, but I'm really glad that we were in our seats and able to watch Gale and Paramore in Glendale, and I'm excited to do it again for the openers, because these openers really pulled out all the stops, because it's Taylor yeah. Swift. At the opening night, I brought a clear fanny pack, because it was super cute, and to be fair, it was cute, but it didn't hold shit. I will be bringing the maximum size bag that I can, because I'm all about I, that max size bag. Like, put all your shit in there, you know? I get... The fanny pack is cute. I'm glad that I got it. And it will be good for, like, future sporting events where I don't have a lot that I want to bring. Yeah. I'm going to be bringing some stuff in. It's yeah. going to be happy. Especially when we're coming early. We're going to be there a long time. You need supplies. Aerosols aren't allowed. We tried to bring in a mini hairspray in Glendale, and they threw it out. So Yeah, RIP. At least stay from stadium. I guess you can try. Worst that will happen to you is they'll go thrown away. Yeah, it was, like, four bucks at Walmart. It's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll live. <laughs> I know that I've been preaching bringing like comfy tennis shoes. I'm not going to be doing that this time because I'm wearing boots with compression socks. I want to see how that ends up panning out for me before I lug around tennis shoes. So that's what I plan on doing. But I mean, those big old bags can fit tennis shoes if your stadium allows the 12 by 12 by 6 inch bags. The stadium itself packs in like sardines. When people are getting in there, everybody is nut to butt. Just be prepared for that. If you have claustrophobia, you get a lot of social anxiety. Be prepared for how tightly packed in you are with people, especially right when the show is about to begin. Everybody is like next to each other, breathing down each other's necks. So just be prepared. Yeah. And if that really makes you anxious, try to be at your seat 30 minutes before the first opener because that's right before things get crazy. I know I keep saying this, but I can't wait to experience what it is going to be like on the club level versus the lower bowl level. Because in my brain, the lower bowl is insane because it's the most amount of people that that concourse is servicing. So I, I'm curious to see the differences. Okay. I'm going to try to bring in an empty water bottle. I know some stadiums aren't allowing that, but in Glendale, Kate brought in an empty like disposable water bottle. And we just filled it up at the water fountain. So we never had to like wait in line to get water, which also our concourse ran out of water. So even if we wanted water, they didn't have any water bottles. So I'm going to try to bring in an empty water bottle. It may or may not get thrown out, but that's the worst that can happen to you is that it gets thrown out. Another point about getting to the stadium really early is we felt really rushed in Glendale like getting all of our like photos and TikToks like all together. We felt very rushed getting our social media content because we were very, very, very stressed about missing anything. So the earlier you get there, the more time you have to one, relax, two, get your pictures, prepare for what you're about to experience. I couldn't imagine getting there right on time. So I guess I can't drill that in enough. Speaking of social media content, I do intend to, from the Taylorning page, live stream at least some of the show. Like Olivia said earlier, since we're more familiar with what's happening during the show, we'll probably trade off live streaming part of it. We are not live streamers. We are not there to do the official, we're showing you the show, but we will be sharing some content and again yeah. for people who are watching live streamers remember that you are being privileged to watch a show from somebody else's exactly. experience if they if turn the camera towards them singing then like that's their experience they're not gonna not sing yeah 
you move to a different live stream. If they turn towards their friends or themselves and they dance and they sing, don't comment, show Taylor, don't do any of that stuff. People will turn off their live streams and frankly, they deserve the right to do that. Yeah. I think we should stream from the Instagram page instead of the TikTok. Like maybe we might start on TikTok, but I've been noticing the last couple of weekends, TikTok has been kind of restricting the era's tour lives a lot more people have been getting kicked off more the sound quality has been turning to shit like the majority of the way through the live but instagram doesn't have that happening so if you don't see us live on tiktok definitely look at our instagram page too we'll be probably going back and forth between them if not all on instagram or the other do you want to talk about outfits? Of course I want to talk about outfits. So I'm I'm going reputation coded. I have this very cute romper outfit with a little cape and covered in snake stuff. The snake tights that everyone's got and snake earrings and snake ha- hairpins. But like an hour and a half ago, I was putting on my snake tights to put on the full outfit together because I was going to FaceTime Olivia and show it to her before we started recording. And I can't find it. So I call Matt, my boyfriend, in, and I'm, like, mostly naked other than these, like, snake pantyhose. And I'm like, Matt, please help me find this outfit. And we searched for 30 minutes. We can't find it. So I don't know where it went. Um, Hopefully I can find it, and I'll have an outfit for this weekend. What are you going as, Olivia? (laughs) Well, before I tell you what I'm going as, I just need to affirm with Danny, you will find it. It's in your apartment somewhere. You didn't wear it recently. It's there somewhere. It's <laughs> hiding. Why would it do that to me? But I'm doing Fearless Taylor. I have a sequin black and gold like ombre dress. I really wanted to do fringe, but I couldn't find the vibe that I wanted because I know that Taylor wears an all gold fringe dress for her Fearless Era on the tour, on the modern day tour. But I really wanted to go more like OG Fearless vibes. Like I want to do the big curly hair and like the cowboy boots and everything. And I feel like back then, like, yes, her outfits had like fringe on it, but I couldn't find anything that had like the black detailing with like the touch of metallic, which is what I kind of wanted more of. So I couldn't find a fringe dress. So it's just all sequins and it's quite frankly, perfect. So <laughs> I'm so excited to see it. And then Audrey, our friend Audrey is going as lover. Yeah. She's going like lover inspired. She has like two different options depending on how she feels that day and then like I said Emily is going as 1989 and she just she is in that era (laughs) she has the legit short blonde hair right now and she's Mm -hmm. got the 1989 like build as in she's just naturally she's an ectomorph she's a a thin gal who's got really strong arms because she's a chef so she carries a lot like big stuff and lots of boxes and she's just built for it she's gonna look so good and she's doing that iconic white fit with the thigh high black boots it's gonna look amazing like I just we're it's gonna look so good I'm so excited excited. that's something I'm doing different this time is I'm going to absolutely swamp my Instagram with photos because I want Taylor Nation to use one I know I feel like the very first time we went which obviously was the only time the time that we went when Glendale we were just so overwhelmed with everything because it was all brand new and now we've watched Taylor Nation's trends on social media like we were prepared (laughs) 
as prepared as we will be. <laughs> That's so true. I'm so excited. And I'm clowning. I am clowning so hard because I think the Speak Now <laughs> is coming soon. I just, I do, I do. I also think Karma is like going to be officially released as a radio single. I believe that, yeah. I believe that. It makes the most sense to be announced as a radio single. It's giving Song of the Summer vibes. It just is. And I think that Speak Now TV, I don't think it's going to be dropped at random. A lot of people think it's going to be like, Speak Now TV tonight. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be an announcement of it coming in like the fall. Yeah, she'll give us a date. Yeah, it's going to be like a Speak Now TV has always meant so much to me because it's mine, blah, 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 blah. And uh, then it'll be like, see you September 1st or some random shit. But we're going to go through the summer with a midnight single. If Speak Now were released at the beginning of summer, then it's a Speak Now summer and not a Midnight's one. And she loves Midnight's. And it kind of impedes on the Grammy cycle that Midnight's is in. And I don't think she would do anything to mess that up. Olivia, what'd you tailor in? It doesn't even have to be this week because we were preparing for like <laughs> what we're doing next time. I learned that keeping snacks in your car, even though we're not doing that for Nashville, yeah. keep those snacks in the car. You're going to be hungry and hungry people are mean. Don't be mean to each other right after a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I too learned that Bluebird Cafe is hosting a pre-party. I didn't even think that they would do that. I mean, I don't know why I didn't think that they would do that. Of course, they're going to do that. But like. I didn't think of it. <laughs> right. What are we talking about next week? So next week, we are going to finally, finally finish up our Folklore Love Triangle with the final installment of August. So if you haven't listened to any of our Folklore Love Triangle episodes, go back and listen in order. Cardigan is first and then Betty And then we'll finish up with August and we'll just complete this entire triangle. Excellent. If you want to keep up with us while we are at the Nashville shows or honestly just in general, you can go ahead and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Podcast. If you want to hear certain content, you can email us directly with requests, taylearningpodcast at gmail.com or if you want to work with us. Come hang out with us on our lives. We would love for you guys to be there. Let us know that you listen if you happen to stop by. That happened in Glendale. Someone's like, oh, my God, I've seen you on TikTok. Like, you have a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I want to do the row up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild that we're doing this. It's so easy for us to, like, disassociate with how many people listen to the podcast because it's just me and Danny talking via Zoom right now. And it's just us two. We're friends having a friend conversation. And it's just so crazy that we have so many friends we don't even know about. yeah we're just talking and yet people are gonna hear this that's weird (laughs) yeah that's so crazy (laughs) oh for this week my name is danny and i'm olivia see you in nashville (laughs) i think i'm probably gonna buy lidocaine why do i say it like that (laughs) <laughs> probably gonna buy lidocaine cream as lighter well. cane <laughs> lidocaine i know lidocaine. but you said you said lighter cane the no i didn't it i said lidocaine <laughs> okay sorry say it again <laughs> i'm gonna get some lidocaine cream it's not lighter cane I, I know it's not but it's for some reason it sounds like it that's the um, poll did olivia say lighter cane or lidocaine <laughs> lidocaine i'm going yes, to buy some Lidocaine cream.
<laughs> to put so on say, our feet. Say it again organically. 